All right, all right, all right. Welcome in. This is Toilets to Titles. This is episode number 210. This is week 17 of the NFL season, which is bananas. Oh, my, something's going on. I got this playing somewhere else that I shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't know if anybody heard that, but uh, as you could tell by the vibe this evening, it's post-Christmas. Things are real light, right? We're going to take it easy tonight. We're going to talk about NFL topics. We're going to talk about fantasy football topics. We're going to talk about Frankenstein. We're just going to have a fun time talking about all of kind of the latest things as they come up. I'm joined once again, my co-host Justin Stevens at Justin FF underscore on the Twitter. Justin, what's cooking? Hey, uh, so I was trying to get the show notes ready for today and uh, I was digging through them and I, and I saw that you had episode 210 out there and I was like, man, how, how far ahead is this man planning? Like, there's no way we're on 210. Like I had to look two or three times and I was like, wait, no, that really is this week. This is, this is episode 210. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's a good night. It's a good evening. We've, uh, uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff uh, packed in for us, including uh, as you can see, our man, Iceman down below repping two of the big guys. He's repping himself with his hat there. And then the big guy himself, Santa Claus on the shirt. So uh, the shirt there, Iceman, how's it going, buddy? Thanks, man. Yeah, it's going good. Uh, we had a fantastic Christmas and then playing with house money. Hey, we, we hit a couple of nice ones today. I, I shared one in the, the Gilded chat this morning. Coach coach was like, hey, must have been bored this morning. It's like, what have you got for today? I was like, <laughs> English Premier League. And yeah, we, we were lucky enough. We hit every single game today. So that was it's been a, a good Christmas all round. I went to uh, – so I, a buddy of mine, my neighbor, is a coach. He coaches varsity soccer uh, at a town in, like next to mine. And uh, he actually trains my son as well, like in the winter when soccer is kind of quiet time. So you get yeah. personal training. And uh, today I took a half day at work, and we went to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch Liverpool play – I don't know what the name of the – so like <laughs> soccer was kind of on the brain this morning, yeah. as, you know. But that's what's so so playing with house money, right? Prue Ice, you know they they got their Discord channel, so they're they're giving all tons of exclusive uh, bets, and then even in the Gilded chat, which is ours and it's free, uh, they're dropping some things in there too. And I know we constantly have winners, and with football kind of coming to an end, even though it's coming to an end, it's one of the most fun times of the year to bet. It's bittersweet, yeah. but you know the playoffs start to come around. The Super Bowl starts to come around. And even sometimes we do prop bets for the NFL draft, but it's fun to bet. So you want to get involved. But uh, even when the season ends, you guys got them covered, right? What other sports do you guys touch on throughout the offseason? Yes. Yeah, so obviously we've got the NBA, which is in full flow. Um, we've got that going on. Pru and I are, are pretty big on that. And then when football season really winds down, DJ will you know, really crank on to the MLB season. Um, last season, he was absolutely electric with some of the stuff that he was put, putting out. And, you know, if, if any of you have watched the show and, and see some of the detail that he goes into on the college football side of things, he does exactly the same with the MLB season. So, yeah, we've got definitely got you covered through the year. Like when the NFL season, the football season is over, you know, doesn't mean that, that there's not other sports across the globe that we can uh, pick up on and, you know, there's always there's always a soccer league playing somewhere, yeah. whether it be South South America, Europe, Australia, or down you know Mexico. There's always some soccer for me to find, and 
and to to find some winners on. So yeah, we we definitely cover a huge variety of different sports, not just the football stuff. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, I got we got tons of people so far in the chat. We got Jerry, we got Oscar, we got Wyatt, we got David, we got Pete, Jason, and then Jason with the uh, super chat right there. Appreciate that kicking this thing off because you know we're trying to save up some cash so we could get uh, multiple houses at the Fantasy Football Expo because we're going to talk about the Frankenstein League. That is our bread and butter. If you're with us this late in the season, you're probably here to hear some NFL, some fantasy football, but it's most likely you're one of the members of our Gilded Chat and you're in our Frankenstein League, but we're going to we're gonna try to get multiple houses next year at the Expo because we are likely going to be running multiple live drafts. Is that correct, Justin? Yes, actually, I have a big plan for uh, um, potentially up to maybe even a little more than five live drafts if everything goes as smoothly as I'm right. hoping, and uh, as long as I can get the approval from Coach because I know – uh, if I get too much on my plate at one time, it might uh, sometimes stress them out a little bit. Um, but <laughs> which is odd that I, you know, because <laughs> I put a lot on your plate, you know. So, but oh, uh, yeah. but yeah, so so we're hoping for right around five live drafts uh, at Canton, and we've uh, we're hoping to be able to work a little more closely with the um, with Bob Lung uh, at the FF Expo to uh, get us a, a particular time slot. Um, so that we're not stepping on their toes because you know that last last time around some people had to miss the poker tournament uh for it and we we don't want to have to do that like we want people to be able to enjoy their poker because we know people love to gamble um uh and uh, just like uh, yeah there it is i was waiting for that smile (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah good stuff and speaking of gambling i do want to move on and start getting into frankenstein but we are running an NFL playoff fantasy football league like we've done every year since we started the show. Um, it's going to be 25 bucks, either 25 or $30 per team. 90% of the pot goes to the winner. Last year, we had about 70 teams. This year, I want to get north of 100. The way it works is there's no draft. Everybody gets to pick from the same player pool every week. But here's the thing. When you pick a player, you can no longer use them again. So you have to be careful about who you're starting because if you start a player – and they make it to the Super Bowl, and you start them the first week of the playoffs, guess what? You can't use them in the Super Bowl. We're also doing, thanks to Mark Simon, a playoff pick which we've never done. This is going to be the first year we do that. Either 25 or 30 bucks. It's going to be you get a point, one through 14. So you get 14 points. You get to assign a point total to each team. So you can assign one to the Detroit Lions. You can assign 14 to the Baltimore Ravens. Each time a team wins, you get that point total added to your total score. So obviously the teams you expect to win, you want to give them a higher point total. The person with the highest point total will win. So we got a lot of ways you can gamble uh, coming up in the NFL playoffs. So I want to get into Frankenstein. Justin, before you give the playoff update, we have last year's Frankenstein champ. So why don't you kind of give us a little idea, you know, maybe what was a little different this year, what you didn't expect, how your season went, and what what your overall experience of Frankenstein as a year two player was compared to last season. Yeah, so obviously expectation this year was huge. Like coming back in, you know, last year I had zero expectation. was just like kind of go for it and, and see what happens. Like this year I think, I definitely overanalyzed a lot of stuff and went like too far into some of the 
some of the stuff. And I know I, I was on a couple of weeks ago when the playoffs really started. And I said, to, you know, Justin asked me the question about having a hero. Uh, and the heroes definitely was something that, that really intrigued me. And I played for the hero this year. Right. And that obviously, you know, I, I don't, I, and I said to Justin then, I, and I still don't think I would have done it any differently if I had the time again. I just think I got unlucky with an injury and, and I picked the wrong player. I, I could have picked up CMC in week three and I didn't. And and Chubb went down injured in, in week two or week three and, C, and CMC was right there. I had the jelly blob card. And if I'd have picked CMC instead of Justin Jefferson, my, you know, Jefferson went down, got injured himself. So I think this year it's been totally different with injuries. And we've seen obviously a huge amount of injuries, certainly a quarterback that have really in what is a super flex league been a, a huge difference this year, but you know, it's still been a huge amount of fun to take part in um, and to see how it's played out. And even to, you know, to watch from the sidelines and not be a part of, you know, I don't have the stress of having to, to set my line. I'm still in the Patreon, you know, kind of bracket. I'm still got, you know, chugging along there with, you know, somehow, but yeah, like this season, I, I think I went, I think I overanalyzed a little bit too much because there are so many different things and Hey, I should have, should have played the draft slightly differently than I did, I think. Um, but that would be the only thing I really would change. But it's been it's been a fantastic experience as always. And yeah, I can't wait for next year with no pressure on me coming back next year. And, you know, hopefully we'll make the playoffs next year. Yeah, we had so we, we put a lot on you this year. Like you, you joined the, the squad. You became a commissioner. So, I mean, there was more responsibility on your plate. So I'm not giving you an out, right? I'm not giving you an excuse, but you were juggling a few more things this year. So are you excited about moving forward to the offseason and hearing what me and Justin have in store for the upcoming season? Because we have quite a few things in store, including something that might affect the way people play for heroes uh going forward yeah, yeah that's about all yeah, i can say about that <laughs> definitely i think everything that you add to it is just another level of you know and and the analytics and and all of the additional things that you have to think about in this league is what makes me enjoy it and it's you know it is the most fun league that i've i'm a part of and yeah like you know the more you can add to it the more levels you give the thing then you know the more heads you put on the monster as it were that yeah the, the better it is uh, the more you have to pay attention and that's what you want, right? You want the people that are paying attention. You want to reward those people that are diving in and, and giving, you know, pay, you know, let's say paying the attention and, and making sure they're trying to understand everything. And that's what the great part of having the gilded community is and yeah. people being able to ask the questions in there and people that have played this tournament since the very inception, people that have come in, you know, two, three years ago that have really got involved and then, obviously all the newbies because all of this new stuff even those of us that think we understand it and understood it really well last year there's things new to everyone this year so everyone's kind of learning certain parts at the same time so that keeps you at an even playing field every year like i don't have an advantage having been a previous champion or having played two years in a row going into next year because you're going to add so many more layers to it yes yeah so justin why don't you give us a little update on uh, how the playoffs are playing out? Yeah, so uh, real quick, I want to I want to comment on this. So I believe this is the league where Lori lost to David by 
0.04 in a rival league. So Lori's comment to me before I came in here to uh, to get on air, and I don't know if it was this game. If it wasn't this game. I apologize, David. I'm getting you mixed up with her other matchup, but um, one of them, it was that way. And she said, I'm not even watching tonight. Uh, she said, my teams are done. Um, I have no reason to watch. So that leads me to this segue. I want to remind everybody out there that's in your championships this week or that, that are maybe um, just off of uh, your, your, uh, your weeks your, or your leagues are done or whatever the case is. This is exactly why we're putting together a whole lot of off-season content, guys. Please stay with us throughout the off-season. We're going to be talking more about Frank. We're going to be talking more about uh, the NFL draft. We're going to be talking whatever it is that uh, uh, Iceman and DJ Pru are gambling for that week or that day is is what we're going to talk about. They're going to have that for you as well. Um, so we have plenty of content for you to, to keep things going throughout the off-season uh, because just like we say all the time, it's not the off-season for us. Um, it's, uh, it's extra season. It's overtime season. And so please uh, continue to stay with us on all that. And also keep putting those comments in there over in the comments section, because we're going to be drawing for that Tumblr at the end of the show. And uh, you have to be a Patreon and you got to have a comment in there in the comments section. um, And I'll put you on there. But uh, um, but yeah, so the Frankenstein update, we are down to the championship matchup. And pretty wild how it all shook out. Like the the whole the whole playoff, the way it all like the way we do the the first round of the playoff is a total gauntlet. Uh, Iceman was talking about how it's not really a huge advantage to uh, to be a former champion. Well, I'm kind of a co-creator of this with John, and this is the first year I ever made, even made the playoffs, and I got cut in the first round. So, like, it, you're right. First round was vicious. It, this year was extra vicious. I feel. <laughs> so. I feel like this year we need to refer to this cut down. Like it needs to go down in infamy. Like we need. We need to have a term for because it'll never be like that again. We're gonna fix yeah. it so that we're gonna start the like. You know, this is stuff we can get in a later day. But this year's cut down was a slaughter. We need to think of a term so we can refer to. You know, remember Frankenstein twenty twenty three and the playoff round of whatever. Like. We'll yeah. come up with a term like that. Yeah, it's the first year that Leatherface joined the uh, monsters, so maybe Leatherface's slaughterhouse, something or something like that, because he worked at a slaughterhouse. So yeah, but any, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm proud to have proud to say that I was a part of the one and only. Um, but uh, so uh, so yeah, so after that, then the second round of the playoffs, the uh, the best seed uh, in the playoffs. So the number one seed in this case was our man Sean Pennywise. Um, he got to choose his opponent and then uh, and he chose the number two seed right out the gate just to get it over with. And then in the next round, it's the worst seed gets to choose their opponent. So we, we do this whole thing like it's it's not like any other league. But the way it all shook down by the end was that the number one seed did make it through that number two seed. And he did make it through this past week to make it into the championship. And he's facing the number 32 seed. So the last Love team that. to actually get into the playoffs is facing the number one overall seed from Frank. So there's exactly two thirds of the league that did not make the playoffs. And the thing Elliot Propes is the last team to have made it in just above those those bottom two thirds. So and and then he just went on a tear. Like, I love it. He had a couple of good weeks at the end of the regular season too. So he had the good momentum going his way. But then just to completely terrorize the playoffs like this, like he's not just winning, he's blowing people out. I guarantee you Sean doesn't feel comfortable right now. 
just the fact that he's the one seed and, and he's facing the 32 really means nothing to him. I guarantee you he's he's kind of shaking in his boots there. And coach, yeah. I didn't know if you uh if you saw it in the show notes, but I also wrote down what what the prizes are for all of yeah. these individual side so no um all right cool so these two are going to be going head to head the winner of this division or, or this main frank playoff this is the frank playoff you get the bobblehead and i'm sure our man Iceman has his right there ready to see look at that he doesn't he doesn't leave home without him he well i'm sure we could probably get a picture uh oh there's there's is that this year's yes oh it's already in and ready to go so i, I bet i can take this grocery shopping with too Already got next year's too. Look at that. that. Was, you know, two for one, man. Well, yeah, it wasn't man. two for one. It was expensive, but I, I just didn't want to order it again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they also get seven hundred and fifty dollars to the charity of their choice. So that's huge. That's that's really awesome. That's uh, that's kind of a big reason for why we do a lot of what we're doing. And I'm waiting until after our next T to T. Uh, meeting our, our office meeting um, to kind of talk about some other stuff that I want to do with some charities and uh, and some extra leagues that are going to be coming down the pipeline. So stay tuned. Again, that's all that off-season uh, stuff that we're going to be bringing to you. But I've got some pretty big plans that I don't think I've even really completely ran by coach yet, but I think he knows where I'm going with it. The winner also is going to get a get four hundred dollars in in cash money, or at least you know money on top all- of on top of. If they were ever the highest scoring division, so yeah, like yeah. four hundred for the winning, but there's tons of payouts that they could have earned right. throughout the process. So go right, on. yep, absolutely. But the big one, and this is this is the fun one. This is a coach came up with this idea, and I was kind of a little worried about it at first, but it's turned out to be really fun. And I'm sure Iceman will tell you as well as a former champion. But uh, they're going to get to name a division, any name that they want, and it's going to stick forever now we do have a few um qualifications for that you know that that we're kind of hoping for but uh um but uh but hey we got uh we got the frito bandito is in the house as well but uh we'll, we'll get to you in just a second frito but uh but yeah so so Iceman, you named the division last year the brasco of bugula so um so that uh, did i did i pronounce it wrong spangoo Bagul, I like Brasco. Yeah, <laughs> there was uh, there was one of the, one of the monsters was the Boogaloo, a sinister two electric Boogaloo. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So yeah, but the division is the the Brasco, the Brasco of Bagul. Gotcha. Yeah. And what is that again? <laughs> so he's the boogeyman, um, right? Essentially. Yeah, he Bagul oh, is the yeah. the boogeyman, and then a Brasco is uh, a term uh, for a toilet. Basically, so it kind of fits in in that sense as well. Gotcha. Which is one of the requirements. <laughs> yeah, we we got right. good names. I'm not like just like we the names of the divisions are and, and Iceman's division fits perfectly. And you, there's also division realignment after the seat. Like you could change. So Iceman was in. I think he was in my division. I don't remember. He wasn't in my division because we both had the same pick last year. So. Yeah. He but he left his division to take on the division he created, and now he's in the division he created, which is pretty damn cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich, did you make the playoffs? I did, uh, but I got bounced in the first uh, first one. I was actually me and Pete were uh, fighting for that last position. I think I lost by like one point something points, but it is what it is. I mean, I I want all our uh, title tribe members to have that chance to. 
fight for the glory and everything and stuff like that. We just get to beat up. We get to beat them up during the season, and then they get to beat us up in the playoffs. You're too kind. Because <laughs> I wanted to win it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I was just thrilled to make the playoffs. So yeah. next next year I'll worry about getting out of the first round. Yeah. Uh, the the next update though is is kind of the big one, and this was a this was a consolation tournament that coach literally came up with. Uh, the the night before I was when I was putting together yeah. all the brackets, <laughs> I had actually already put together one of the brackets, and he was like, "What about having a Patreon only consolation tournament?" And I was like. My first reaction was, damn, I've already done all this work that I'm going to have to start all over with again. But then it was, damn, that's a hell of a good idea. <laughs> so, of course, we went with it, and uh, and it's been great. And then also it gives our man Iceman the opportunity to uh, to go from being a champion to being the, champion, the first ever champion of the Patreon uh, tournament. Just as he said, he doesn't know how he's still alive. He was the 16 seed in that one, and I believe that there were uh, – uh, do you remember how many there were in that one? Probably like 30. 30. There were 60 no, was it? that had a buy. So it was definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, but and, anyhow. and these are teams that didn't make the playoffs. So this was a consolation, yeah. right? Which I already said. But so this was. So we wanted to give the Patreons who didn't make the Frank playoffs something extra, like something excited to, to kind of keep them going, you know? Right. And, uh, and I'm looking at it and it looks like there were 26. There were 26. Uh, yep. That, yeah. So I just pulled up. There's 26. So Patreon members that did not make the playoffs. And and the reason it was so cool is you could see some of those teams that were at the lower end of the main tournament that wish they had known about this beforehand because they even said they would have purposefully tanked the last couple of weeks just to get into the Patreon tournament because they knew their teams weren't strong enough to win the Frank. So I think this is going to add a totally different element to next season. Um, that, that's uh, easier said than done though. Like, I, I don't know if I see anybody like, I don't know. I can, I can 100% assure you because I know Steve's anxiety level, uncle Steve, right. That he went into it knowing he didn't have any shot. And then he ended up being in the final eight because that's he what I'm saying. Like over anxious, but, uh, but I guarantee you that if, if it would have gotten to that point, he would have held out to try to be a high seed for the, uh, because the, the prize for the Patreon consolation is not a bad prize. Um, imagine though, in the future, if somebody does tank at the end to get in the Patreon bracket and it pushes somebody who didn't expect to get into the playoffs, into the playoffs and then they end up winning. Yeah. That'll be like, yeah. Or the other way around, they tank and they end up like going off and they would have actually won the Frank. That would be frustrating. Yeah, it would. I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a great idea, but the Patreon consolation tournament, the winner gets a hundred dollar Amazon gift card, a large Frank t-shirt because large is all we have left in stock. So yeah. congratulations. Hopefully if not, then if you don't fit in the large, give it to someone else. Uh, and then a free entry into next year's Frank. And uh, we have it down to our final four there. It is our man, uh, will at will T to T. Uh, he took over. birthday. It's, yeah. Happy birthday. Will. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. He took over a really bad team. Like I said, there were 20, uh, what, how many I said, 26 teams. And he was the 23 seed of that group. And uh, he's in the final four now. Um, uh, and then I saw Steve Weiss was in the um, was in the chat. He's Mike Wazowski. He was the seven seed. So he's he's facing the unholy soul of uh, Will. Um, and then our man Iceman is the 16 seed in the final four going up against 
a regular in the chat constantly. I haven't, I don't know the, yeah, I have seen him. He just, he just, yeah, he just commented that I've got to be him this week. That's right. Jerry Bagshaw is, uh, he's in the house. He was the five seed. So he was the only one that had a buy that's still in there um, for the, uh, the Patreon Constellation tournament. We do have a couple other tournaments, uh, the Sinkers Constellation Tournament. These are the, the you know, how some of the charts are just so bad, they just sink and they just kind of stay down there at the bottom. Um, these are the teams that had no more than three wins. Everybody had at least one win, which that was kind of cool. Um, we haven't had that since season one. There were There's always been at least one or two teams that didn't get a win since season one. So it was kind of cool that everybody at least got a win. Um, but, uh, but this Sinkers Constellation Tournament, there were 10 teams in it. Um, the winner of this tournament is going to get a lanyard, a free large Frank T-shirt, um, and uh, they're also going to get a, a free Patreon membership for five months at the five dollar level. And the way that works is they just, you know, they put in their information, they put in their credit card information. Unfortunately, it's going to take the five dollars out, but I have the ability to reimburse that on my end. Um, that way, they can still be in the system, and we can still send them all the stuff that we're going to be sending them through the Patreon. They also get a twenty-five dollar Fanatics gift card. Um, and a free entry into next year's stank and uh, a deck of the monster cards that we had uh, that we have made up these monster cards right here. So a deck of the actual monster cards that you play during the uh, the fantasy season. And those came down to the only two ladies in that tournament. Uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Heisman is uh, um, Hannah Martin is at Hannah Martin with three ends on Twitter. So give her a follow. And uh, the Ghostface Killers was the three seed. Um, and that's um, uh, uh, Mirda, she wrote, uh, M-I-R-D-A. Yeah, I, but I think on Twitter it's M-I-R-D-A. That, you pronounced her Twitter handle correctly. I was just stating her name. Oh, okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Big Packers fan. Uh, there you go. There you go. So, uh, so yeah, they were the three seed and the eight seed facing off against each other. Um, and then uh, the floaters division, these are the, uh, the turds that kind of rose to the top and almost made the tournament but we're not Patreon members. Um, so they're right there uh, at the cusp. The winner of this, uh, of this tournament is going to be crowned uh, Florida State because they're the ones that are right there at the top and maybe should have been in but didn't quite do enough to get there. Uh, they get lanyards. They get the large Frank T-shirt. They get um, uh, free Patreon for three months, but we're going to give it to them at the $10 level. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about these free Patreons for these two champions I want to throw out there, I'm going to let you choose when you want those months. If you want it now during the offseason to get you kind of used to uh, what we're giving away in the offseason or if you want it more towards the beginning of next season, I'm okay with that. We'll do it then as well. Um, but I'll let you see the list of, of what each tier offers uh, that you're winning and then let you determine at what point of the season that you want to you want to accept the gift. Uh, but you also get the free entry into Frank next year. You get the deck of monster cards. You're going to get a $40 Fanatics gift card. And then you get to this is this is a big one, dude. Yeah. I didn't know this. This is you didn't run this by me. Yeah, I I mentioned it. I know I mentioned it. But this is crazy. Yeah. So this is awesome. So I thought that this would be a nice twist. So the winner of this tournament for next year's Frank will get to choose their draft position of their team and only their team, regardless of what the rock paper scissors outcome is. So if they're in Rich's division. And Rich wins rock, paper, scissors. I have to say, well, hold up, because uh, Carlos Humda won this Constellation tournament. I got to ask him first what his uh, draft position is going to be, and then you can tell me the rest. Man. So that's a nice little extra prize to throw in there. I like that. 
the final four there in this tournament um, is, uh, and they're all lower seeds. Two of them uh, had a bye, I believe, uh, um, and actually uh, trying to remember how many were in this. There were also 26 in this uh, in this division or in this tournament as well in the floaters. Yep, there were 26. So, uh, um, so that means there were there were six with the buy in this one as well, I believe. So we had uh, three of them that are that had a buy that made it through. So Nahul, which is Carlos Humda, is the four seed. He'll be facing the number nine seed, Massillian Maulers, who is Gary at Gary Dayton on Twitter. And uh, Gary is a guy that lives up by uh, Canton and uh, and has met. I, I met him once before a couple of years ago, actually got to have conversations with him this year. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him uh, um, live in Canton. And then number six is uh, Mr. Babadook, which is at C. Skodho uh, versus uh, the number two, the Shane Hallam at Shane P. Hallam, who's still alive and 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 playing well in Frank. So, uh, so those are our final four for that floaters consolation tournament to, to try to try to win out these prizes. And the last thing I want to say about those gift cards that were given away, the Amazon gift card and the two different fanatics gift cards. The reason we chose Amazon and fanatics is because on our website, toylistetitles.com, you go there, you see advertisements pop up there um, across the middle. One of them is going to be Amazon prime. One of them is going to be fanatics. One of them is going to be all the other affiliates that we have. If you win that gift card, we just ask that you please go through our website first click on that before you spend that gift card because then you're going to be able to help us out a little bit on the back end as well hell yeah all right so now let's we're going to get into some nfl some fantasy football talk i know that dominated the major portion of this episode but frankenstank is is huge to us it's our brand the title tribe that's our community we would love to get you in the title tribe if you listen through all that and you are not familiar with that or not a part of that but you kind of want to be a part of what we got going on because as you can see there's about 15 people in the comments right now there's about 180 in the chat and it's active i'd say there's probably about 40 to 50 different people messaging throughout the day and then throughout the week um and that's going to go throughout the off season so football might end we're going to keep going if you want to get in there toilets two titles at gmail.com say coach I want to get in the Gilded Chat. I want to become a, a member of the Title Tribe. That's free. You don't have to be Patreon to get in there. I'll send you the link. It's on the Gilded app, which is basically like Discord. Or if, you, if you're if you watching, you can see I'm at Coach Sheps on the Twitter. Shoot me a DM. Coach, I want to join the Title Tribe. I want to get in the community. And if you're a member of the community and you enjoyed this, you got friends, you want to get them in here, man, the more the merrier. We would love to you know, just kind of continue to grow this thing. It's all about uh, the good people we got in there. It's been it's been a lot of fun, man. No, no problems, no issues. So let's keep growing this thing. But very shortly, we're going to run the fourth and final Yeti Tumblr giveaway. So we've sent out three so far. Steve Weiss won, Pete won, Porg won. So it's a Yeti Tumblr. It was like 30 bucks. It's nice. I think it's green, like uh, Frankenstein colors. It's got the T2T Network logo on it. So if you're, you have to be a Patreon member to enter. So get in the comments, throw us a comment. Justin's going to write your name down. We're going to spin a wheel very soon. We're also going to pick somebody who's Patreon to join the Pick'em Challenge. So every week for the last four or five weeks, we've picked every single game. Me, Justin, Frito, and Will, and a member of the Patreon team who's in the title tribe. We pick every game, and if you beat us, you get free entry into Frankenstein next year, which is 25 bucks. Only one person's beat us so far this year, and I think that, that was Tone, right? Yes. Anthony Dion. Yeah. So Anthony's yep. one. 
we've beat everybody else. All right. And uh, I already mentioned the playoff league. I mentioned the playoff pick them games of the week. Briefly run through this. Last week, I picked Baltimore at San Francisco. Justin, you picked Jaguars at Buccaneers. Jaguars got the doors blown off them, and San Francisco got the doors, do- doors blown off them, man. So you're still in the lead, but I wasn't expecting either of those games to go like that. No, not at all. It was kind of disappointing, to be honest with you. I thought, thought it was, they were going to be closer matchups. Yeah, yeah. And then week 17, I got Lions at Cowboys. You got Dolphins at Ravens. And uh, I think both of those games should be very good. Yeah, and and both should uh, should potentially be big playoff implications. Yeah, well, I, the Lions already won their division, so it's interesting to, to me to see like how how fiery they come out, right? Like they're essentially, I mean, they're not. I don't think they're going to win the conference, you know. But you never know. I'm interested to see how they come out. The Cowboys have everything to play for, but the current NFL playoff outlook. Justin, why don't you go through that? And then Rich and Ice, I want to hear kind of your guys' <laughs> input on how you expect the final playoff spots to kind of play out and what you're thinking the playoffs will look like uh, this 2023 season. Yeah. So the only ones who have locked in a, a, a position are uh, the Ravens and the Dolphins in the AFC. And they haven't locked in their seed yet, but they've at least locked in a spot in the playoffs. Currently the Ravens are sitting in first and Dolphins at number two. And then the three seed would be the chiefs still ahead in their division um and then uh, though not a, th- a lot closer than everybody really thought and then the uh uh the number four seed is the jaguar well maybe not everywhere everyone but the four seed is the jaguars the five seed is the browns six seed is the bills and then my colts are barely hanging on there at the, at the seven seed as of right now with two games to go uh the nfc the teams that have locked in a playoff spot are the 49ers the lions the eagles and the cowboys the 49ers, Lions, and Eagles are the one, two, and three, all with the same record right now. So, uh, so the Lions do at least have to try to jockey around for some seeding if they want to try to get a second um, home playoff game as well. If 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 it works out well for them, so um, so maybe they got that going for them uh, for this weekend. But I think also they might just be happy to be there. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. The four seed there is the Buccaneers, uh, being the last team. Uh, to win their division in there right now, as of right now, but uh, with the Falcons and Saints knocking on the door right behind them, the Cowboys are in that five seed spot right now. The Rams at six, and the Seahawks at seven. Teams on the bubble: um, Texans, Steelers, Bengals, Raiders, Buck, uh, Broncos, all right there for the AFC. Um, and then for the NFC, we've got the Vikings, the Falcons, the Packers, and the Saints. Rich, talk us through uh, Raiders, Chiefs, man. Yeah, so, I mean, who would have thought the Raiders have a defense? I mean, it's, it's for the past five, ten years, you want to go back and look. It's always been the defense that's held the Raiders back and everything. And then it's uh, all, all of a sudden, it's vice versa. The offense is what's holding us back and everything. Um, look, the Raiders game and the Chiefs games was, look, we knew the defense was going to step up and everything. And, Look, it also helps that Patrick and the uh, Chiefs aren't playing the ball like they uh, usually play and everything. So I'm not going to put this all on Raiders, just us dominating everything. Look, we all know where the Chiefs are at and everything as far as how they're playing this year. And that kind of bodes well for the whole AFC in general. You know, Um, Steelers, the Steelers are hanging in there. Um, The uh, Colts are hanging in there. But the Raiders do have to play the Colts. Um, so that's going to be a, a deciding factor and everything. Raiders have this kind of in, in their hands. They got to win out. I mean, they got some other stuff to happen, but they got a good opportunity when I wasn't even thinking about that 
two, three weeks ago and everything. So is it a possibility that the Broncos and the Raiders swap spaces with the Chiefs? I don't think so. Look, I'm, I'm going to be optimistic here and everything. Chiefs probably turn around these last two games and stuff and kind of remind everybody on why, who we are and everything. But who are the they? Well, we, we, we don't know, but Patrick Mahomes is going to want to show who he is. I don't know, man. They're like, I feel like the loss of Tyreek Hill is more evident this season than it's ever been. And they just, their wide receivers, he's got outside of Travis Kelsey, who seems to be on a decline at this point. He, I, it doesn't look like Patrick Mahomes is anybody he can count on. On that, on that roster, offense or defense? No, yeah, you, like, you know, initially we thought the defense, they started out strong, but even now they're kind of trickling back and everything too, to where they weren't, aren't as dominant as they were at the beginning of the season. And Travis Kelsey is starting to play like that boy in that Taylor Swift song that has the girl on his mind instead of focusing on football. And the coach says, hey, son, what's your problem? Tell me, what have you got on your mind? So maybe he's just spending too much time with that girl. He's 36, 37. Uh, I, I can't blame him. Two Super Bowls, you know what I mean? Like, I know Ice has got a sweet spot in his heart for Taylor Swift. I know he can't blame him. I, I'm a Chiefs fan and a Taylor Swift fan. and. This has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. Uh, this has everything to do with, yeah, Tyreek Hill leaving, Eric Bieniemy leaving as offensive coordinator. I think was a huge thing that people didn't really assume was gonna be as big. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, there's no one on. Like, I think the teams have just realised that Travis Kelsey is the focal point of this offense, and if if you can stop him getting yardage, or if you can stop him catching the ball, then yeah, then Patrick does have to go longer. And, you know, we've seen in the last month what happens when he's relying on MVS, he's relying on Justin Watson, like Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice has come on leaps and bounds this season, but he's, he's a, a two. He, but he's a two. Yeah. He's not going to be the one, in my opinion. I li- And no. I like Rasheed Rice. I was a fan. Yeah. But he's a two. And, I mean, and, and that's that's the thing, right, that you're right. There is no alpha wide receiver. Like, who is the wide receiver one? Who has – no one stepped up this season. and. Yeah, like Mahomes has dropped off a little bit. Um, teams have kind of figured them out, like how to play against them. And I think that's a huge thing. But hey, like this weekend, they're, they're in Kansas against the Bengals. The Bengals are coming in without Joe Burrow. So there's not going to be any of this Burrow head stuff that you had in, in previous seasons. But the Chiefs are going to want to make a point against the Bengals. That's a big rivalry for, for them. So I think they do go in and you know, they're going to play a road game in the playoffs for the first time in Mahomes, you know, Mahomes first time he's going to play away in the playoffs. So I don't think we win it. I don't think we've got anywhere near a a strong team, but Hey, like when you have Patrick Mahomes on the field, you cannot write a team off. Like, yes, he's playing badly right now, but I think recency bias is a big thing as well. Um, And Hey, like if, if, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey turn up, they can beat anyone in this league on their day. So I still think there are teams in there. And, and certainly, you know, you look at some of the teams that have already clinched playoff spots, there's there's other teams that can win it. But yeah, I, I think we'll be happy. You know, Chiefs want to make it to the AFC Championship game. Justin knows how I feel like 
teams like I believe in momentum, you know, and I think you could be a good team, but you want to your your bumps in the road. You don't want to come too early. You don't want them to come too late. You want your bumps in the road at the middle of the season so you can figure it out. And it just makes me a little nervous that their bumps are coming as late as they are because you you want to have a little bit of confidence. You don't want to be questioning things when you go into the playoffs. But when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes, everyone in that locker room not named Patrick Mahomes is confident. Yeah. So, so now it just comes down to and, how confident is Patrick Mahomes without Eric Bieniemy and without, you know, a, yeah, a, a real alpha. And I think they've dominated that that conference for the last four years. So when you look at the big game experience, when you're looking at the Baltimore Ravens, you're looking at the Miami Dolphins, and you're asking Lamar Jackson to go out there and take you to a Super Bowl, never done it. Asking Tua to go and take your team to a Super Bowl, never done it. Yeah. So, not saying that they can't, they 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 have the capabilities to do so. But that I think is when it comes down to it, and it's a one or done game. Then that's when you know we see who stands up, and and on their day, any of these teams can beat anyone else. We they, you know, they don't want to see the Browns. Football League. They don't want to see the Browns because the Browns are scrappy as hell. The Browns mm-hmm. aren't going to be scared like. The team like the Dolphins with a Tua might be a little nervous because they haven't been there. But the Browns, the Browns do not care. The Browns, mm-hmm. like the belief they have, I, I enjoy watching them because they come in and they're going to give you their best shot regardless. But I think the Chiefs, I, I want to move on to the NFC, but I think the Chiefs dropped the ball a little bit by not trading for a guy like Saquon Barkley. You look at, you look at, I don't, and I don't even know if this was talked about. Just in my own opinion, you look at what Christian McCaffrey brings to the San Francisco 49ers. You bring in a guy like Saquon Barkley, who's dynamic in the backfield. You limit his touches. You don't. You're not going to give him as much as the, the 49ers give Christian McCaffrey because they just run a different offense. You know. You look at Andy Reid. You look at guys like Brian Westbrook. You put Saquon Barkley in a role like that. There's the playmaker. So if I'm Kansas City this offseason, Saquon Barkley's a free agent, regardless of whether or not you think he lost a step. Put him in that offense. Give him an elite guy behind him. And, and and I think you're you're on the way to fixing what they got there. Yeah, even LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. LaShawn, I mean, LaShawn McCoy, like, dude, dude was cut, cut, Mr. Cut on Dime, right? All right, the NFC, 49ers. You know everyone, why it was in here, said, said talk about this game. He's in the chat. I've been beating the drum for the 49ers all year. They got out coached. Absolutely. And, and, I'm, and, and they didn't play bad, like. The Ravens played great, and the Ravens just had a phenomenal game plan to shut the 49ers down. A lot of balls bounced their way. But, you know, you create your own luck when you put guys in the right spot. It seemed like Brock Purdy was expecting them to drop into different coverages and different schemes than they were. And it seems like the Ravens were prepared for that and and had this kind of waiting for him. But, Justin, you look like you kind of want to chime in on this. So go ahead, my guy. Uh, I mean, I can. I, I I didn't specifically want to, but I will say that we had a uh, a poll on uh, on Twitter. Actually, it was on George's Twitter feed because he and I had a little bit of a back and forth here, uh, where I was trying to tell him that I thought, and this is before this week's games even played. I thought that the Rams 
were currently playing much better football than the 49ers were just based off of who they've played, how close their games were, how they've battled, what the offense looked like, what the defense looked like. I threw out wins and losses altogether, but just in the last, since, since Stafford's been back from his thumb injury, um, they just looked like a completely different football team than they have for the last year and a half. They looked like the, um, the Super Bowl team from before that, like they, they look like a phenomenal football team all right. of a sudden. And the 49ers look like they had taken a step back uh, co- comparatively, right. not a very, not very much of a step back from what they were. They're still playing really competitive, really good football. And they're still the better team. Don't get me wrong. I still feel like the 49ers are the better team, but the Rams are just playing better football right now. And then after these games played, I was like, Hey George, let's roll back that pole now. Huh? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still like, I hope the odds swing. The 49ers are still the Super Bowl favorite as of this morning. So Ice might know better than I do, but I checked the website. I'm hoping that it swings a little bit and it goes from like a plus 250 to like a plus 400. Because if it does, I'm putting 100 bucks on them. Because I, I, I feel, I just, I think they're great. Now, my Cowboys played against the Dolphins, frustrated me for Christmas Eve. But that being said, you know, I, I don't really believe in, I believe in moral victories, but, you know, given circumstances, I think the defense played great. And the, the, the Miami Dolphins offense, I don't care that Tyreek Hill was a little banged up. There was a play in that game when he took a deep cross and there was a safety bearing down on him. He caught the ball two or three yards in front of the safety, spun like, like he had eyes in the back of his head and then went down. And that subtle movement within like a few milliseconds, like that's why he is like his body control, his speed, his awareness. He was still like, yes, he could have been more healthy, but he was still an elite player on that field. Waddle was a little banged up, but we shut most. It wasn't a chain. Wasn't and that was my question mark. So Cowboys lost in Miami. It was a great game. They had opportunities to win it. I feel like the offense kind of went away from CeeDee Lamb, but I think it's going to be a big test at home first Detroit in another playoff matchup. And I like the fact that we're playing playoff type games at this point in the year, because early in the season, we had some growing pains with the new Mike McCarthy offense. We went into the bye not playing great. And I don't care what you think about how the Cowboys have been playing outside of one or two performances, Dak Prescott, has been he wasn't the reason we lost that game. That throw he made to Brandon Cooks, like at the end of the game with a minute left, Jalen Ramsey on him, and then for Braylon for, for Brandon Cooks to hold on to that ball. Like that's why people like that are making regardless of how much money you think NFL players should be making, that's why he's making that money because he the ball did not move. I was so impressed with the fact that he held on to that ball. So Dak's playing great ball. The Cowboys are playing playoff opponents. Do I think they're the best team in the NFC East? I'm sorry, in the NFC? No. Do I think they're the best team in the NFC East? Yes. I think they played better than the Eagles two times. But you never know what you're going to get on the road. So we're going to have road games, and that's frustrating. But uh, what do you guys, you guys have any, how do you feel about the NFC, how it's going to play out going forward? Yeah, so real quick, I, I, we, we talked about this. So you had two great matchups this weekend. You had 49ers and the Baltimore, and then you had Cowboys and Miami. AFC won those battles and everything. Now, ideally, I would have gone both Cowboys and 49ers to win those games, but AFC kind of put a foot uh, up there saying, hey, don't forget about us and everything. But 
when it's all said and done, I still stand by what I said earlier when we were making our picks. I still believe 49ers and Baltimore is going to be the teams in the Super Bowl, but there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to have some say-so in it and everything. Look, maybe it's great that the 49ers lost. Maybe it's great that the Cowboys lost this, this game and stuff like that because it's going to revive them uh, for the playoffs and everything. And I'm I'm sure, Coach, you agree with that and everything, as far as what you were talking about earlier and everything. So, But as far as – I mean, look, NFC is more set to me than the AFC. There's going to be some changes in the AFC compared to NFC. The NFC, I mean, it really comes down to, if you want me to be honest with you, it's going to come down to the Saints and maybe, I don't know, maybe the Packers trying to get that last spot in there and stuff like that. Um, none of them are playing uh, the best ball in the world and stuff like that, but it, it's just the way it is and stuff like those top four. I mean, we've already had the NFC. Those are dominant. Those are the teams that we're all looking for. Everybody else is just trying to get in to, uh, to punch a playoff ticket so that they get some little extra money. Yeah, so I, I agree with, with Rich on that. Like when you when you look at the AFC and you're looking down there and you've like you said, you've got the Browns and the Bills, those types of teams down at five and six, they could go all the way to a Super Bowl if they get the luck of the draw and everything like that. Whereas when you're looking at, at the NFC, you know, trying to see the NFC championship outside of one of those top four that we've already talked about that have made it. Um, hey, like I've been banging the drum for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season. Purely from a betting perspective and a fantasy perspective, like I think everyone wrote Baker off and I, I've loved Baker this season and I've I've been on him since the beginning and I would love to see them make the playoffs. Do I think they can actually cause any trouble if they come up against one of those teams that we've talked about? No, they, they probably won't. But I don't think any of these teams are going to, you know, go away. And, you know, the 49ers, you know, I think everything's just really proved that Hey, defenses win championships. You can have all of these elite playmakers on the offensive side of the ball, but if you play really good defense and you can shut down one or two of those guys, like whoever it is, if someone can shut down Tyreek Hill on the Dolphins, hey, that's a heck of an ask, right? Because Tyreek Hill, as you said, is phenomenal. But if you can shut down that, if you can find a way to stop the 49ers giving the ball to Debo Samuel or you know, and you've got the, those players on the defensive side of the ball, like the the Ravens proved, then Brock Purdy is fallible. Like he's, you know, he's not the best quarterback in the league. And none of these guys are, you know, same with Detroit. You know, Jared Goff, who, who thought they were going to be going into this as the number two seed at the start of the season. You know, so I, I do think there's a lot to love. And I love this time of the year because the every single one of these playoffs games, when we get there in a couple of weeks time, is going to be hugely entertaining yeah so the only thing i have to say about the nfc is um uh, I, coach do you happen to know if for whatever reason if something crazy happens if there's a tie between the cowboys and the eagles who has the tiebreaker you're on mute the eagles would have to lose a game to one of their next two opponents for there to be a tie, the Cowboys would have it at this point. Right, right. So, so that, that's why I was asking because the Giants are going to beat the Eagles in Week 18. Like that's that's just a foregone conclusion. I already know that's going to happen. So the Cowboys need to win out. Yes. Then they still then the, if there's a tie, then the Cowboys get it. So uh, so that's going to shake things up in that uh, in that. I NFC. hope so. 
Yeah, it's 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 going to happen. I'm not even I like like if I if I had the ability living in the state of Indiana, the no fun state to lay some money down on it. I know the odds are going to be against the Giants. I would absolutely do it. I know Iceman's probably like saying, please, I'll, don't no, I'll do it. I'll do it for you. Uh, there were just too many things that I saw in that game that did not go the Giants way that typically probably should have or probably would have on a neutral field, much less the fact that they're going to be playing in New York next time. And Tyrod Taylor looked to be an actual quarterback instead of, you know, Muggsy, whatever his name is off of, uh, off of the Godfather coming in to try to play quarterback. Like, like I get it. He was on a roll. It was a fun story. It was freaking Gardner Minshew guys. He's not a freaking Jeremy Lynn. It was Jeremy. Yeah, Lynn. it was I, Jeremy I, Lynn. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect. That's perfect. Uh, yeah. So now they're gonna have Tyrod. They're gonna have home field, and they're 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 gonna beat the Eagles, guys. So uh, so it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun way to shake up that NFC bracket right before the playoffs. Yeah, the Eagles. The worst thing the Eagles could have done is allow the Giants to believe, because now the Giants that's all they have to look forward to, spoiling it for the Eagles, and they're gonna go into New York, and regardless, they're gonna play them tough, and they don't want a tough game before heading into the playoffs so so why it's that he called it man Pete, shout out to pete for the uh for the contribution hey, there. Right, yes pete. sir yes sir we appreciate that that's going to go Thank towards the fund for uh canton ohio for the multiple houses we're going to be putting together for the t2t staff and for the patreon but i want to wrap this thing up we got two more things we got to do before we wrap this thing up i think we covered frankenstein we covered the nfl playoffs i feel completely comfortable with that if you want to talk some fantasy football if you're playing in the championship you know where you can reach us in the start sit advice thread on gilded 24 7 access ask your questions in there reach out to us if you're not in gilded yet you want to join the title tribe you see my handle right here at coach sheps dm me on the twitter i'll get you in there so Games pickup challenge from last week. Me, Rich, and Sean, we tied. We went 10 and 6. Three-way tie. Sorry, Sean. Tie doesn't count as a dub. So still the only person to beat us so far is Tone, Uncle Steve, Sean, Jerry Bagshaw, Mark Simon. All have lost. I have picked a number between 1 and 7. I have put it in the private chat. If you've not competed against us yet, guess a number. The first person to guess the correct number, and that is a Patreon member, Gets to compete against us this week in the Pick'em Challenge. There's only two more weeks of this. We'll probably roll this into the playoffs. And we'll have a chance to win either a free entry at the Frankenstein, which is $25. But if you've already won that, you'll get a $25 Venmo or gift card. So, so far, nobody has guessed the number. So keep guessing. And uh, you cannot guess twice until I give you permission to guess twice. As they're guessing, though, Justin, let's run the uh, Yeti Tumblr giveaway. All right, so this is the last Yeti Tumblr we are giving away uh, for the December month, and we appreciate all the Patreon members, everybody who's been watching the show. Oscar, Oscar's picking against us this week, so I send oh. a DM to to Will. All right, Oscar. Oscar also was not on my list here because he hadn't commented yet that I saw, so uh, he he gets put on our list here. Oscar the won the three hundred and twenty five dollar Yeti cooler. Right, and right. So he's he's doing well. Yeah, the uh, the only people that aren't eligible for this one though are ones that I've already won a tumbler, right? That's true. That's so, true. Okay, he's eligible. Um, uh, uh, let me uh, scroll through. We got Marty in the house has commented, so I'm going to throw him on uh, on this wheel real quick. And I think everybody else I have, but it's cut off now. Um, you can still comment, still help us out, but let me add Marty here, and then uh, we will uh, we'll roll. All That's right, shuffle three times. 
Let's and see. I put Iceman on there too. I know he's he's not in the comments, but I mean he's a Patreon. He's here and he's helping us out. But it doesn't matter. We got David Genesis. Now, is house. this is this salt in the wound that you put his name so close to Lori's? <laughs> oh man, no! I I shuffled it. I shuffled. Man, it. Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> why are we doing this to Lori? She was so close to winning, and yet again. Genesis David gets the dub. So David, do me a favor, reach out to me in the title tribe chat. I will tag Carla. Carla has these. She's the one from Toilets Titles who's been sending these out. I'll put a DM in there between me, you, and Carla. You could send your address. She'll put it in the mail. Oscar, tag me in the title tribe chat. Also tag Will, and we'll get you set up. He's going to want you to send over a headshot or some sort of image so we can put it on the graphic. I'll put the doc together. Either tonight or tomorrow morning. We'll tomorrow morning. We'll start to morning. Imagine if that was a word. To morning. That just tells you how tired I am. Uh, uh, so we will make the picks, and then Thursday he'll release the graphic, and we'll go into the weekend. We'll have some fun. So everybody, I appreciate you, Ice Rich. It has been a whole lot of fun having you on. Honestly, as fun as this season is, it is bananas, and I feel like we've all been going our own separate ways. So I'm looking forward to the off season where we're going to be able to have multiple sit-downs like this because it's not going to be time crunch. It's not going to be like, we got to talk they, these matchups. We got to talk fantasy football. We can actually sit down and discuss topics we want to discuss like Frankenstein. So it's going to be a lot of fun to get into all that. If you're watching the show and you want to get involved in all the fun we're doing, get into the Gilded Chat. Reach out to me at Coach Epps. And if you want to get involved in the giveaways, and I'm telling you, if you're just finding out who we are, Get in the chat. Ask people about us. We are more, I think, than generous. We we are giving back to our Patreons. Patreon.com backslash Toilets of Titles. For as low as $1.50 a month, you can support us. And we put it back into the Title Tribe members. And we're putting it towards big things we have planned for this offseason. So get in there. That's like less than a cup of coffee a day you're giving us in a month. So uh, any of you guys, Justin, you got anything to say before we uh, wrap this bad boy up? Uh, no, I just, I can't believe my own partner is throwing me under the bus here, man. Like you're <laughs> killing me, John. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to hear this when I go back in the other room, man, I feel like we need to send her a Yeti tumbler now just, just, to, <laughs> just to make it right. Ice, you want to preview uh playing with house money this week? What do we have to look forward to? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, playing with house money will go on Thursday afternoon. Um, obviously talking all things, you know, all of this weekend slate Thursday night football is Jets at Browns so we'll be talking a few props for that um and yeah really you know big thing to look forward to is where we're getting into college football bowl season now like that's really you know that's going to be a big thing for for DJ Pru so yeah check us out um at PW underscore house money every Thursday and hey like we said at the start of the show that'll go on throughout you know once football season is over but yeah check us out this weekend uh, we'll have all your winners on Thursday afternoon for you. That's proof. That, that's true. And then we got Rich with the Friday night roundtables on, on Friday night with Will. We usually have members from the title tribe hopping in. I think Genesis said he could hop on this week, if I'm not mistaken. So, oh, nice. Yeah, so he, he's going to be coming on. He's going to be rubbing it in for sure. So, Rich, what do we got to look forward to Friday nights? <laughs> oh, man. Same. Man, it, it's fun when we had Wyatt on last week. Uh I want, man, I love having these Patreon members on there. I think this is a great kind of like a, a way to reach out and let them have their voice, not only just texting and chatting with us in the group, but now they have a little voice if, if we keep on doing this. Um, real quick, shout out 
uh, I'm going to be a grandfather. They, we had the gender reveal today, and I get a grandbaby boy. You're going to name him John? Here, here's what you're going to name him John. You're going to name him Marcus. You're going to name him Bo. What, what, you're going to name him Romanowski. What, what's the name going to be? Um, it's going to be um, Richard T2T Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I apologize, uh, uh, Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Right on. All right, everybody. We appreciate you. I'll see you all in the Title Tribe chat shortly after we wrap this thing off. Take care. I appreciate you. Have a good week. Good luck in the fantasy football championships. Grandpappy Frito.